Welcome to the Wellness Plus Podcast, featuring interviews with health and wellness professionals empowering you to take control of your health and happiness. Feel better, look better, and live better today by subscribing right now for new episodes every week. The Wellness Plus Podcast is brought to you by wellnessplus.tv and made possible by the generous donations of Psyche Truth Patreon supporters. Now here's your host, Certified Holistic Health Coach, Karina Rachel. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Plus Podcast, brought to you by wellnessplus.tv and made possible by our Patreon supporters. I'm joined today by Athena Jezik. She's a professional body worker specializing in cranial sacral therapy, lymphatic therapy, movement therapy. The list goes on, doesn't it, Athena? <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me here today. And I just was hoping that you could talk to us a little bit about your own journey through healing and taking control of your health, and then a little bit of how that branched out into now all of the hundreds of people that you have been able to help through conditions that maybe they didn't realize um, they could have so much success with healing and improving. Okay. Well, um, my journey has been one of But that seems so young to have liver disease. And this was in eighth grade that you were told that, or okay. But that's just still so young to be dealing with these kind of, I mean, really horrifying, you know, problems. Taking being bold enough 
and um, having an faith in the body mm. and the Creator, that I would be able to recover all this. Mm. It didn't happen overnight, it took time. And it's so funny because, you know, fast forward to now, the idea of integrative medicine, holistic medicine, alternative medicine, as it's often called, um, is certainly becoming more accepted in the mainstream. But when all of this was happening, that this was like your own path of, of researching and trial and error. Can you maybe just talk a little bit about, you know, what that was like, you know, navigating that realm? And they don't even often know all the medications they're even taking. I can't tell you how many times I'll ask someone, oh, what medications are you on? They're like, oh, there's like a little white one. There's a little yellow one. And it's like so interesting how the acceptance of the pharmaceutical drugs is just like, yeah, of course, you're just going to take what they give you. But you're so right in the realm of, you know, more, more natural things like herbs, or even looking at, hey, these, you know, certain nutritional supplements that could help with this problem. Mm-hmm. And, and people treat that like the snake oil. But it's funny, because, you know, if you can, you know, rewind, it was the it was the weird chemicals and pharmaceuticals that were the snake oil originally, and then they they flipped it in our mind. Mm. Yeah. Right. Right. 
you know, live custom and eat alone and all that. They're not healthy. Those medicines, it's really not healthy. Sometimes short term, mm-hmm. they help. And sometimes short term, you can use them. I think we have a really good relationship with them. And I think that is really well put by the body. And we have to remember that we have to do all these things that are out of the body to be able to do that. All right. So there's a lot to learn. We want to take full control of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because the danger of what they're doing is like having people think, oh, I need health care, I need health care. It's like, no, we need to focus on clean food, clean air, clean water, and knowing how to observe our bodies and giving what we need. Maybe we need to fast for a couple of days. Maybe we just need to drink water. Maybe we need a little bit more protein. Maybe we need to have a couple of herbs that will help, you know. Realistically, you know, it's not that there isn't a place for the health insurance and the mainstream and a lot of the pharmaceutical drugs. It's just that there's something in the the paradigm that almost treats it like that's all there is. So this other component of how you take care of your health and, you know, support your body and, you know, with eating and movement and all of this is like, oh, well, that doesn't matter or it's not a thing. And then like you just, you know, use the medications or whatever. But we all know it's even kind of a joke, you know, the the long list of side effects for all the medications. Um, And so, you know, I think it's it's. It's just so wonderful that now there there is more of an opening of the mind, so to speak. People are being more open-minded to the idea that, yeah. well, there actually is a lot that you can do yeah. to keep yourself healthy. And yeah and it's not instead of you doing these things to to try and support the body mm-hmm. and just believing that you know there's um there's no hope for us you know there's so many different conditions for which you know the mainstream um you know, advice is, oh, take this medication, it'll have these side effects, and you probably won't ever actually get better, but this will help you go on. And and I hate that because it takes the power away from people. People feel helpless. People just accept that, like, okay, well, now I have to live with this disease my whole life or whatever. And it just, um, you know, is so disheartening when in actuality, if we could be empowered to do something tiny, like drink a glass of water every morning when you wake up, do something tiny, like three minutes of stretching before you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning. And I just really try to emphasize to people that it's, it doesn't have to be this huge life overhaul, changing everything and just change is hard. But if we can start to make, you know, these little modifications and adjustments, there's so much that can unfold and, and benefit. Right. Yeah. 
Honestly, that's not even a diagnosis report, what it was. That was a 5015 scan. And then, and that, and being told that they don't think that the body can even come back. Yeah. Even after getting off the medication. It's indicated enough to me that, you know, that people can be empowered to understand their body wants to be well. It wants to be so and and perhaps that's a, a perfect kind of um, setup for you know maybe the overarching question which is how do we help our body heal how do we restore our optimal health um, maybe you could even just kind of lay it out like uh, the different little pieces or components for people um, and this is you know I know this is part of what we are creating right now is a course about resolving pain and helping to restore health um, and so craniosacral alignment I think is like probably the first piece at least that we've started delving into with the videos we've filmed so far just share maybe a couple examples over the years? Because I know that you've worked with, I mean, I, I, I couldn't even guess how many, hundreds, thousands of different people. Wow. Mm -hmm. Right. We'd like to briefly interrupt this interview to remind you that this podcast was made possible by listeners just like you. Become a supporter at patreon.com slash psychetruth, where you can watch the video version of this episode and all our podcast episodes. Plus, you'll gain access to over 500 videos of exclusive content, including premium courses and behind-the-scenes peaks. Help us keep this information free by visiting patreon.com slash psychetruth. That's patreon.com slash P-S-Y-C-H-E-T-R-U-T-H. And I know a couple of years ago, there was actually someone that found you through the Psyche Truth YouTube channel, and they flew you to India. Yeah, 
right, to work on someone? Can you talk about that a little? And a lot of, yeah, a lot of stress of that amount of travel. And for somebody that, I mean, he could he walk at that time? I mean, was he? Okay. Wow. Wow. <gasps> 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, two months in bed, your muscles start to atrophy. I mean, there would be such, so many things then going on too. And so you think just from that kind of structural element of helping to, you know, I guess maybe you can talk a little bit more about, so you have the dural tube coming down from the base of the skull all the way down the spine. Is it? Oh, wow. Hmm. Goodness gracious. Wow. Oh, yeah. That would... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Right. What's funny is that in um, chemistry, when you're looking at the way all of the different molecules and proteins and everything um, are built, it's the same thing again. Function follows the structure. So every single micro, you know, 10% arc or whatever in all of those little proteins and amino acids, vitamins, you know, every single molecule, the the structure is so important and the whole function of that protein or nutrient or whatever it is, is, is necessitated or necessitates that proper structure. And then they can start looking and seeing that, you know, and these certain things start happening and those little basic, small structural things start changing. Suddenly, you know, the, you lose all of the function. So it's it's very interesting how those two things are like right in line. Um, oh, exactly, for sure. And you know, and I think previously you had mentioned something about, um, you know, like whether you treat the body like a machine or like an environment, and this idea that like we're not a bunch of individual parts that act, you know, on their own and nothing's connected. We're more of an environment where every system affects everything else and the structure is just as important as all the other pieces. So mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting kind of way to look at it. Right. system, you know, like earlier when you mentioned that um, migraines associated with the liver, I mean, I, I didn't ever, nobody ever told me that. Um, and it's just so interesting because immediately I go, man, I got to tell everybody I know with migraines, even I sometimes suffer migraines and I'm going, man, I'm going to work on supporting my liver and see what I can progress from there. Right. And if it helps, 
if yeah, if it helps, I mean, there you go. So I think that just in the sense of you know realizing that our bodies are are it's not like a car, you know what I mean, where you have like all these parts and all these things, and it's a very like. Um, I think it's, you know, very straightforward, you know, when you think about the mechanics of a machine or a car or whatever, you know, to an extent, there's like a, you know, very, um, you know, detailed guide of how all the pieces work together. And there's something similar with the body because there's a lot of different components and pieces that all work together. But then there's also like a another level is like much more than just uh, an if then sequence. Mm -hmm. So if cranial sacral is the first rung of the ladder, so to speak, uh, what would be the second rung of the ladder? Whereas like the heart, it would be the pump for our blood circulation. The lymphatic system doesn't necessarily have an organ that's pumping the fluid. The podcast you are listening to was brought to you by wellnessplus.tv, 
a subscription service empowering you with everything you need to take control of your health and happiness. Sign up for your free trial today to watch the video version of this episode and all our podcast episodes. Plus, you'll gain access to our extensive library, including hundreds of follow-along yoga and fitness courses, massage therapy tutorials, weight loss information, guided meditations, educational health videos, and so much more. Feel better, look better, and live better today by visiting wellnessplus.tv. So just to give a kind of overview for anyone listening who maybe isn't aware of the lymphatic system, um, can you just talk a little bit about like what the lymphatic fluid is and where the different lymph nodes are? Because I know, you know, uh, you know, like most of us are familiar with, like if we're feeling sick, we'll have swollen lymph nodes. And people kind of think about like under the chin, kind of like back of the neck area. Um, but th that's not our only lymph nodes, right? So swampy, you just mean like stagnant, it's not moving. You know, so when you think of things like um, bloating or swelling or when people get swollen ankles and stuff like that, that would be, you'd say that was like lymph? Because you think about stagnant liquid, you know? I'm not really needed to be able to turn it and I try to walk it to find 
So in addition to receiving lymphatic massage, you mentioned that stretching and movement, it also supports the lymphatic system? Yeah. Wow. So people can't really exercise unless they stretch their arm up over their head and move their arms down. They're the sacral is the first rung, lymphatic is the second rung. What would be the, the third rung in restoring your health? Right. Yeah, and that will and that will be the lesson to hopefully prevent you from. Yeah. 
Realistically, you know, when people do, and what I probably recommend the most in my health coaching is that people just pick one little thing to do, like whatever you can see yourself doing, you know, don't pick out something that you're like, oh, I really can't see myself doing that. Pick something you can see yourself doing, start doing it. Something really simple. I use the example of like drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning, you know, like, but it's a great place to start and people kind of roll their eyes because it sounds so simple. And then I just encourage them to just do it and make it a habit. And once you start noticing those little improvements or how you feel better or how, whatever happens, then that will be the impetus for you to say, okay, well, maybe I'll take on another new thing. Maybe I'll start, you know, reducing sodas or sugar or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So true. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But I love what you said, you know, at the beginning, you know, the body wants to heal. The body doesn't want to be sick. So if we can support our body's healing process. And in a lot of ways, that just means getting out of the way, stopping adding in the toxicity and elements. And, you know, one of the pieces that wasn't necessarily one of our rungs in the ladder, but it's something that you mentioned early on, is that a lot of the benefit that people experience is probably just from getting into that deep relaxation. And, you know, we know that the you know, parasympathetic part of our nervous system, the, uh, what they call the rest and digest, you know, that really is the state where the body can heal, can repair. Um, and we feel so much better and we don't have all the stress hormones. So, <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think in terms of mindfulness, Athena, you are, are definitely, definitely in that sense. That's kind of a funny thing about meditation is that it doesn't, you know, in our minds, it sometimes has this um, feeling like, oh, it's, it's, you're sitting there and your eyes are closed and you sit in this certain way and you're like trying to think about nothing and it feels really foreign. But this idea that like any practice can be a meditative practice if you're focusing and being mindful. And, you know, in that sense, 
at least for me, it's a lot easier to think like, yes, I'm going to, um, you know, just try to be more present and mindful of what I'm doing. And you start to notice that like, wow, actually I, I do feel more relaxed. Mm -hmm. I feel more, it's easier to like focus on things and whatever. And you start kind of getting those benefits of meditation, so to speak, even though you're not necessarily sitting down in a lotus position yeah. and like what people typically think about. Mm. I find that surprising, <laughs> Athena, but driving is stressful. You're so right that it's, um, they say that resentment is like poisoning yourself or whatever, you know, and, and unfortunately in this day and age, you know, we spend a lot of time just in our heads, worrying about things, comparing ourselves to people, you know, feeling like we're, we're not good enough or we're not this enough or this person's that. And, and it is, it's not only, um, makes us feel horrible, but it creates this like constant state of stress that m most people are just moving through their day and all the time. And it's, um, and it's very unfortunate. So I think that it's, it's also something that, you know, we need to hear that it's okay to feel that way. And it's natural that we have those feelings of judging ourselves and judging others and all of this. But then at the same time, it's just as much natural for us to be able to say, I'm not going to carry that with me. And I'm not going to let my feelings about this other person or something that somebody else said affect me in my own state. You know, I'm going to take some responsibility for my emotions and my emotional response to try and not let this situation or this person get me all worked up and upset and stressed out. This has been so enlightening and I'm just so excited to be creating this course with you and um, creating all these new interviews where we can hopefully give people some uh, some hope, number one, and uh, empower them to take some of these little tips and hints and tricks um, into their own lives and just see what, what wonderful things can happen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Well, I am so excited to continue this conversation, um, continue changing the paradigm, hopefully. And um, just thank you so much, Athena, for being here. Awesome. I want to thank everyone for tuning in today and listening. Remember that you can find video versions of these podcasts on wellnessplus.tv. And for those of you watching, Thank you so much for being a part of our Wellness Plus family. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. The Wellness Plus Podcast. Copyright 2018. Target Public Media, LLC. All rights reserved.